Okay, well, uh, thanks everyone for joining us here at this kind of um, impromptu episode. Um, anyone who was paying attention last night uh, knows that we were going to do a show with MK Anderson on J.K. Rowling. Instead, we're going to talk about a different uh, Brit. Uh, we're going to talk about Queen Elizabeth II, who died uh, at some point today, I, I assume kind of probably pretty early on for us here in the U.S. Um, it's somewhat, you know, kind of around like lunchtime, I think, for, for the Brits. And then obviously everything had to kind of get worked out the way that they work it out there. Uh, there's a Guardian article out about this if you are really interested in knowing how all of this stuff kind of plays out. It is sort of interesting, but we're not going to go into that uh, today. Uh, so, yeah, uh, 70 years uh, as, as the queen. Uh, she was 96. That's pretty old. Look, I, I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to start here by, by listing off some positive things, right? So I, I think that it is pretty undeniable that that is a long time for somebody to be uh, in the public eye. And uh, she could have done a, a lot worse. Uh, I do appreciate that in 2011 she finally made it over to Ireland and struck a rather conciliatory tone. Uh, she, I know that for a lot of British people, uh, not all certainly, certainly not, and certainly not all British people that I know, uh, but for a number of them, they were are pretty distraught about this. She was she was a very popular figure in the country, so I you know I, I, I get that she has some resonance. But that is not the kind of show that we are going to be doing uh, today. Uh, that's why I have Brian Conlon with me. Uh, that's why uh, we may be joined a little bit later by some other people. And, and you know, really, this is just a kind of a, a snap reaction, but just kind of remembering really who this person was. And, and I think more than more more than who she was is important is what she represented. Uh, because she represented the British Empire, she represented the British royal family, and uh, it, even though her reign kind of oversaw this decline in the empire, saw a lot of uh, uh, changes, a lot of independence movements, uh, she was still like the head of this, and she, you know, as, as people were pointing out today online, uh, you know, on, and on her crown, she had a diamond from Africa that, that, that you know, there's, there's tons of, I mean, I, I, honestly, like a lot of, a lot of, if not most of uh, her family's wealth outside of their vast property holdings in the UK is based on colonization and uh, theft, essentially. So, so that's the situation uh, that we're in. And, and I think that we saw a lot of people kind of uh, expressing their frustration uh, over just that kind of state of affairs, the state of affairs that that leads to somebody like this being this powerful for so long. And and, and I think that that's, we, we saw a lot of that uh, both online and in real life. And we're going to go to Brian here in a second. Uh, but first, you know, I wanted to uh, just play a couple of things. So first, uh, this is, and I think this is a really important clip, right? So this is a CNN guy. He's talking to uh, just kind of random person on the street that he meets up with in in Britain, and she gives an answer, I think that, and I think this is an answer that's actually shared by a lot of people in Britain, but it was not the one he was expecting. This is about like 45 seconds, so we'll listen to that. 
And I just wonder what you thought, what your first reaction was when you heard the news that uh, the Queen is under medical supervision. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty sad, like, when anyone kind of gets in that position. Like, you wouldn't want that to happen to your own family member. Um, but I, I'm not, like, the biggest fan of the Queen or just, like, the monarchy in general. So I wasn't, like, that upset or overwhelmed by it. It was just something that happens, I guess. You're not the biggest fan of, of the monarchy. I wonder why. Um, mainly to do with, like, British, like, colonial history, things like that. A lot of things that have gone on, which have been quite shady, even, like, recently with, like, Prince Andrew and everything. So, um, yeah, I'm not really their biggest fan. <laughs> Fair enough. It was nice, talk nice talking to you. So, uh, yeah, you know, she, she obviously brings up the, uh, the colonization, then brings up to me, which I think is, like, one of the most damning things about Queen Elizabeth, which is that, you know, she spent a lot of uh, the last years of her life uh, protecting her pedophile son, Prince Andrew. Uh, here is a clip here from BBC. This is a little bit different where, um, and this is just to kind of show you like the, like the difference in, in opinion here with, with the media elite here in Britain basically saying that uh, people who are concerned about staying warm in the winter should, should really just stop being concerned about that because right now it's about the Queen. It's about 20 seconds long. Doctors in Scotland were concerned about the Queen's health coming um, as Liz Truss was making a, a rather important statement concerning um, the future of energy bills. Um, that, of course, insignificant now, given the gravity of the situation we seem to be experiencing with Her Majesty. Insignificant. It is insignificant to... Uh to care about energy bills at a time uh, when a 96-year-old woman uh, has died. That, that, that is what the BBC said at one point today. Um, now, uh, I, I just have two more clips here. Um, You're going to be lucky to help fucking burn her to keep warm. <sighs> yeah, yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah. So, uh, so this is uh, Tallis Stadium in Dublin today, and um, they are chanting Lizzie in a box. I'll pay. It's, it's only like nine seconds. Um, but that was that was their reaction in Dublin today. All right, and then uh, the other one that I want to play is the reaction of. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but this is a television presenter in Argentina popping champagne. Esta tierra y es una buena noticia para todos. Por fin. Se muere alguien correcto en la vida, ¿no? Tanto muere. Mira, 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 mira. So, uh, yeah, as, as you see, so, somewhat uh, different opinions there uh, in different parts of the world, especially in Ireland, uh, which, you know, famously uh, was kind of the laboratory of colonialism for the UK for such a long time, and Argentina, which, you know, just fought a war just 40 years ago almost uh, with, with the UK over the Falkland Islands. So, uh, you know, I, I think that one, one inter interesting entertaining thing that we have seen over uh, the past couple hours has been just this reaction of people in Britain just being like totally upset and not understanding why people are reacting this way. And to kind of explain at least why he's reacting this way, uh, that's why I have Brian Conlon joining me. Brian, thanks so much for joining what is your general reaction to Queen Dead? I mean, she didn't have that much of a as an American citizen, and as 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 I said earlier, 
somebody who is who whose ancestors you know hail from Ireland, and like one of my great grandparents quite literally raised money for Sinn Fein during the Irish War of Independence and host Damon de Valera in Chicago when he was touring the United States during that war. Um, it's hard to feel too much like it, it, it like. It's hard to feel too much glee about this because the fact is, like, all the bad things that she had a hand in, all the all the things that she benefited from, every bit of material advantage and power that she gained and inherited, like, all of that remains in place. Like, that, like, this feeling of glee and this kind of, snark it's it's really nice because it's it's a way to sort of poke uh people who are trying to be super polite and sensitive and and who are trying to uh kowtow to sort of the more reactionary elements in in british society as well as like the the other real big trip has been seeing you know Patriot 1776 types like tripping over themselves to demand decorum uh, when I mean like it, like they're doing it without a, even even a, a an iota of self awareness you know all those things that she set into play like that she benefited from and 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 like you you mentioned earlier her protection of Prince Andrew you know she died at 96. She died comfortable in a palace. She never wanted for anything a day in her life. Never, like, never needed anything material a day in her life. And, and when so many other people around her did. And so while, am I absolutely enjoying it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it has been, it's been a hoot. Like, but I've got a, a friend who's who's Irish and who lives in London and is very much on the left. And she's been absolutely dismayed to see the way the British left has just absolutely melted like a like butter underneath a blowtorch about this. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and also we've also seen that. Um, it, it, things are relative right but we have kind of seen that in ireland as well with like Sinn fein like expressing like even Sinn fein is like expressing like their condolences right yeah i mean the 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 stunning thing is in front of in in front of the doll right like they they lowered the tricolor to half mast yeah yeah for the doyle yeah that that was that was not not great like that like that is absolutely ludicrous well you know a similar story too. Like you've got Pelosi saying that the the flag in front of the U.S. Capitol is getting lowered to half mast. Why? Why? Right. Exactly. Like like like. What's the point of that? I mean, like like yeah. this is not even it's 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 not even about like the uh, like the outcome of of the American Revolution, right? It's just like like why like why why is this leader uh, of 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 a different like why does why does she get that treatment it just doesn't really make a lot of sense to me i think you know like probably the single most dispiriting thing is is the the postal union in in the uk and uh the 
the RMT in the UK, the, the train workers, canceling their strike action because because oh, she cried. Yeah, I didn't see that. Like that, that bad. like these are both relative, like radical militant unionism, unions, and that is one of the most distressing things I've seen in my entire life. Well, I wonder, I wonder how much of that is like, uh, th- that, that it's just like the political move that they feel that they need to make. Like, I think that's why Sinn Féin did it, right? Sinn Féin probably figured like, well, if, if we, if, if, if we rejoice in this, like that's going to be politically damaging, right? Do, I mean, do you think that that's kind of like the calculation that's going on here? I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think if they're making that calculation, they should check their math. Because I, I don't, I think there's going to be people that are genuinely sad, but like, keep in mind, like the, 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 the media, the, the British media is by far like the worst media in the Anglosphere. And that's really saying something because the American media is garbage. Um, but like the British media is, is just a snake pit of, of absolute reactionary cranks and people out of their fucking skulls, and all of them went to school together in in Oxbridge, right? And and so like that whole like they're absolutely going overtime trying to like shore up and present, you know, just how much like oh yes the the, the country loved the queen. Well, like there's a video of, of guys like on BBC who are from the airport who apparently caught news and they started fucking dancing. And this was in the UK. Right. Right, Like, I, I think, I think there is less appetite for this kind of piety than, than these folks are thinking. And I think they're delaying, this stuff like they're 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 doing it to get kudos from from people who are never going to be on their side to begin with and so like especially like looking at the way energy prices are going in europe like and and in the uk especially and looking at what's going to happen with liz truss looking at what's going to happen with the cabinet she's assembled like the consequences of the next like couple of months are going to be absolutely dire. And so putting a pause on this stuff, I think it was, I think it was a mistake. And so like, I mean, I, if, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Like I'll, I'll fess up to it in a couple of months. If, if it turns out there was a big grand wellspring of an appetite for this, out in in across England, and so it was the right call to sort of slow their roll and not continue the strike action despite uh, despite her passing. But I'm genuinely skeptical that that there was an appetite for this. Like, and and I think they're looking for kudos from people who are never going to give them kudos or never going to give them support and never going to be on their side to begin with. Yeah, so um, so it's interesting that you bring that up, right? Because this morning I was putting together, um, so uh, I, I I run this uh, kind of like like link repository for 
for lefties called Newsbolt, newsbolt.org, if, if, if anyone wants to check that out. Basically, like three times a day, we just we just put out a bunch of links uh, of, of what's on in the news, right? And so I was working on it this morning around like uh, 6.30, putting stuff together. And, you know, like the, and, and the main headline that I actually put out, so this was like, I, I think I put this out like minutes uh, before uh, the announcement, before things became kind of obvious, like what was going on, right? So, uh, I, I, and the headline that I think I put was something to the effect of like, you know, a European economic crisis coming because every, this morning, like, like, like at 6.30 this morning, the main headlines at the New York Times, Washington Post, uh, and, and, and a number of other outlets were, all about like how Europe is careening towards this economic crisis that's been brought on in part because of the energy crisis, because of the Russia-Ukrainian war and the sanctions, but also just like like there, it's kind of like a perfect storm over there. Like a lot of really, uh, a lot of things are all kind of coming to fruition at once. And so um, that was like the headline this morning. And then she and then obviously that sucked up all the energy across Europe and. And I think to a large extent it, it, it did for uh, in, in, in the U.S. too. I think the difference is, right, and this is kind of what, what I think you're referring to here, is that the difference is that in the U.S., you know, uh, people are going to be kind of over this by the end of the weekend. They'll, they'll maybe be, if it even goes that long, right, um, and they may be interested again in 10 days when they do the state funeral, sure, whatever, uh, but people will not pay attention to it, like, beyond that. While yeah. in, in, in the U.K., for the next 10 days, like, it's going to be wall-to-wall Elizabeth coverage. That's all that they're going to talk about. That's, uh, this is the mainstream press, right? Like, that is going to be it. And so it, I, I think that you have a very strong point here, which is, like, why would anybody who has a political axe to grind, whether it is, right, like the unions, uh, the people striking, um, people on the left in general, uh, any kind of, you know, alternative dissident uh, political player – why would you why, why would you give that up at this moment? And I think that, uh, especially because in the UK, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be, and, and I think this is the other thing that you're kind of referring to, like this intense pressure from all sides of kind of polite society, whether that's like elite media, elite politics, even like elite leadership of some of these uh, trade unions, some of some of these uh, political groups, uh, to kind of like get in line. Uh, right now is the time to come together, you know, like, like it's a time of national mourning, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows all the kind of bullshit that I'm talking yeah. about. And, and, and I think, and, and then, okay, and in 10 days to be September 18th, right? And then uh, Charles is going to have his coronation. Like, so, like, all, all this bullshit, right, is going to go on, like, through the end of the month, at least into October. Things are going to start getting cold. Things will not have been, are, are not going to be any better at that point. The economy is no. not going to be any better. Like, the energy prices are not going to be any better. Um and so what happens at that point? And, and I, think that, I think that's a really great point that you are making here to say that if you give up your leverage at this point, why are, why are you doing that? Because I really think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Again, like, like you said, uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong as well. Maybe it won't play out like that. But that is the way that I see uh, kind of like, like each, each piece kind of falling into place, right? And there's, and there's also a precedent here, too. And it's something that that has gotten for like has disappeared into the mists of time fucking five years ago. During the general election in the UK, Corbyn's first run for for the for prime minister in the UK in 2017, 
uh, an Ariana Grande concert got blown up. And so the push was, you know, we've got to suspend the campaign. We've got to, like, the media was talking, like, they need to suspend the campaign. And Corbin came out and said, no, we don't. Because, like, this is a direct consequence. This kind of violence is a direct consequence of British foreign policy. And, oh, and and then, like, months later, like, and and by not suspending the campaign, it was the right call. Like, they, they ended up forcing a hung parliament. If not for sabotage within Labor HQ, they probably would have won a majority. And so... Like it was, and, and then months later, it turns out, yeah, the the guy who did the bombing was tied into MI6. Like these, like there comes a point where if you're actually serious, like you you have to be willing to to break taboos. And and this is like this is I, like I don't envy CWU, the Postal Workers Union, or RMT here because. There's a huge amount of pressure, probably both with there's there's sections of their membership who are who are are, you know, broken up about this and have an emotional investment in the monarchy. You know, maybe we're in the military at one point. It tends to be more concentrated amongst military types than anybody else, um, to my understanding, this kind of monarchism, aside from like the super rich aristocratic posho types like like that's the big wellspring of it. But like at a certain point, if like, I, I do think like they need to, to come out and say like, we're talking about thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people freezing to death. Like we need to like this winter, like we need to very seriously about what's go- what we're going to do, what's going to happen, how we're going to do it. And and we need to keep fighting for it. Like for fuck's sake, the, the the Loire River in France ran dry. At no point in recorded human history has the Loire River ever run dry. And we have records going back like to Roman times and before indicating this. Like and that's having a huge impact on on French infrastructure and energy, and because they they also use the Loire River to to cool nuclear power plants, and they can't really do that without the fucking water, and right. so that has huge negative knock on effects, and so like letting themselves be cowed into this is I think is is a mistake. I think it's a missed opportunity. I understand the call. I respect it. I don't agree with it. And I think it, it's going to lose the momentum in the long run for nothing gained. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And, and that's a good point too, about like the, uh, the, the, the drought and the, um, I, I think like, you know, there's, there's like tons of farmland is just like going like, uh, like a, a lot of crops are getting just basically burnt out, um, in, in the, uh, in, in the ground. I know that's not the exact right term. Don't yell at me about that. Um, but, you know, like it's there are all of these problems that are going on, not only in Europe, but also um, in in England and Britain, like especially. Um, and, and I think that, you know, talking about trust too, like what like what she's planning. I, I was talking with a friend of mine uh, from from England earlier today, and, and he was saying that he just doesn't think that there's a possibility of a hard border 
uh, between Ireland and and the UK. But uh, Truss has definitely said that that's what she wants. Uh, and and look, if something like that happens, that's going to probably be a war. Like there's like it's 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 very hard to see like like tensions not escalating over that. I know that. In, especially in the British press, like this has just been kind of papered over. Like this just isn't going to happen, so it doesn't matter most of the time because they don't really un- understand or accept the fact that Ireland is an independent country. And I'm not being like snarky when I say that. Like that is like literally like they really just don't agree with with that reality. Um, and so I, I think that you know the, 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 there there are a lot of tensions right now uh, in 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 the UK, especially with uh, the, the, you know this the the Brexit and 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 it's just and, and the economy is going down and then it again it just really just strikes me like we're just going to see like this just silence basically um, on on all of these issues and by the time that people start talking about them again it's going to be too late. Of course, that's in Britain, right? So I think we should also talk a little bit about like what I was referring to earlier with the reactions uh, that people have been having. Uh, around the world, especially in former colonies of the UK, like like Ireland um, and and in in Africa and and also you know I guess here in the United States as well, uh, where people have have not been as respectful, I think, uh, as as British people would want, at least you know as, as outside of institutions. What 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 do you think about that? I mean, do you think that there's any kind of meaning to that uh, other than just kind of people making jokes on Twitter, or, or is that, or, or am I just kind of uh, projecting a little bit more importance onto it than, than it really deserves? I think you're, I think it's both. I think there's, there is a deeper meaning there, but I think it's, there's a danger in reading too deep into it. I think the bigger thing that, that's important to note is, you know, like the reactions of the broader British left is is honestly sort of the the thing that i like is probably the most important thing to note out of this in the long run because it does not shock me that the economic freedom fighters in south africa for instance are you know not broken up by her passing right like this is this is a group of people who are like you know uh, the the UK was more than willing to work very closely with apartheid South Africa, invested very heavily in apartheid South Africa, is directly responsible for the establishment of apart like the colonization of of Southern Africa and and the Boer Wars and all of that. And, and fun fact, the term concentration camp emerged from the Boer War, um, specifically actions by the Brits. Um, to to control the populations that were up, uh, like uh, were who were belligerent. So the idea, like I, like none of this is a shock. Like the people outside of U- the UK who were always going to be overjoyed by her passing, or or at least taking a certain amount of of grim satisfaction, because I don't think. I don't think people are like, like laughing and, and cheering, like in the sense of like all of their problems are solved here, right? Like it's it's a way to sort of thumb in the eye of the people who really care about this. Like I, I don't think it yeah. makes sense to, to 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 read too deeply into it, but there are moments where it's like, oh, okay, you know, 
Owen Jones doing soft apologia for, for Elizabeth, you know, how can you say that the state institution is reliant on a single individual and that's unsocial? It's like, give me a fucking break. Like, you could extend that that argument to literally every single person involved in an institution like a state institution that's toxic and 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 you would be wrong like it's it's just a lot of this is just it's been entertaining but like there's a lot of people who've been fucking showing their ass yeah, uh, sadly, uh, my New York Yankees uh, put up on the screen a uh, remembrance to her today. Um, again, this is the New York Yankees, right? Like it's in the name, but yeah, and and still, but like I mean, like that, like that's kind of like low stakes, right? Like there, like there have been uh, the, the flying the flags at half mass, I think, at the U.S. Capitol and in front of the Doyle are are two examples of people just really showing their ass. I mean, what are you doing here? Like, like what, like, yeah. like, who is this for? Who is this yeah. for? I, I saw, you know, I, I was talking with some people and, and they were saying that, you know, the, um, uh, Jenny, we'll get to you in a second. Uh, they, they were saying that, uh, that the, that, that Americans love the Royal family, um, which is true, but like, it's like, no, no but they love them because they're celebrities. Like, they don't love them That's because it. they're like the Royal family. They love them because they're celebrities. They're entertaining. Uh, they're, they're, they're fun to follow. Uh, they, they, their personal lives are full of, of messy drama. Um, and they're in the public eye. I mean, like, that's like, that's what it is. Like, it, it's not, um, it's not more complicated than that. Right. And so I think that, uh, I, I, I just, it's just, I, I, I think there's maybe like an over, an over expectation of like how much this is going to matter to people. So, uh, yeah, and, so, and in the, yeah, and in the case of sort of like the celebrity worshiper shit, right? Like, I think that's very true of like, of like people who came of age, like during Diana, right? Like, because she was so glamorous and this, that, and the other thing and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Like a lot of that got eaten up by the, like keeping up with the Kardashians. Like, I don't see a ton of, of, of people under the age of like 45, like bending themselves into knots about like about this specific situation. Like no. the crown on Netflix can only get you so far, even though it is extremely well-made propaganda. Like you're, you're not going to, to get any further than that. Right. And, and, and also like, um, I mean, the reality is that like the, like the vast majority of people in this country do not give a shit. They don't care. They're not paying attention to it, and and they're just not interested. So, um, so let's let's take Jenny here real quick. Um, Jenny, go ahead. Do you know who is paying attention? You? No, it's the little kids. All princess culture, and I know a lot of that is Disney. But our kids have really been brought up to look at monarchies as ideal ways for people to be governed. And I'm so over that, you know, how can we change that? I mean, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, um, I, I mean, sad, unfortunately. Uh, Jenny said that, um, that, that thanks. Thanks for that. Uh, uh, Jenny, um, she said that, um, that, that princess culture and kind of that, that kind of pop culture stuff can kind of lead people 
to feel like like monarchy is a good thing, like uh, like they should um, that they should want that kind of a governing structure, um, and, and and you know I'm, I'm not sure like how much of an effect that has uh, on people, but I think that it does have like a certain amount of effect for sure, and 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 it is definitely true that that our perspective of uh, the royal family and monarchism in this country, I think because we're kind of removed from it is sort of fantastical. Yeah, I mean it might as well be a dragon, right? And and yeah. I mean to to quote the man himself, James Connolly, uh one of the leaders of of uh Irish independence, the the Easter Rising and my personal favorite Marxist theorist. He's the man. People poisoned by the adulation of royalty can never attain social freedom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Connolly, uh, just in, in case anybody doesn't know who he is, is like, uh, uh, Brian is even, I think, underselling, uh, like, like how, how great this guy was. Uh, leader, uh, one of the leaders of the Easter Rising, uh, was. I got, I got another, I got another quote queued up about, about monarchy if you want. Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Every class in society, save royalty, and especially British royalty, has, through some of its members, contributed something to the elevation of the human race. But neither in science, nor in art, nor in literature, nor in exploration, nor in mechanical invention, nor in humanizing of laws, nor in any sphere of human activity has representative of British royalty helped forward the moral, intellectual, and material improvement of mankind. But that royal family has opposed every forward move, fought every reform, persecuted every patriot, and intrigued against every good cause. Slandering every friend of the people, it has befriended every oppressor. Eulogized today by misguided clerics, it has been notorious in history for the revolting nature of its crimes. Murder, treachery, adultery, incest, theft, perjury, every crime known to man has been committed by someone or other of the race of monarchs from whom King George is proud to trace his descent, and also Queen Elizabeth II. Right, and and uh, just in case, like you're wondering uh, how important what this guy was saying uh, was to the British royal family and was to the British government. So after the Easter Rising fails, um, and uh, Connolly is like mortally wounded. I think he was shot in the stomach. Um, uh, he, was, he, he, he was shot in the head. He was shot in the head, but he was dying. He was dying. I think he yeah. had sepsis. Um, and the, uh, the the British authorities uh, got him, and they brought him to Kilmainham Prison. This is kind of like sort of in the center of, of Dublin, uh, a little bit outside. If you're familiar with Dublin, it's kind of like uh, 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 um, to the like, – like going towards the spire from the river and then keep going up and, and go up the hill a little bit from there. Um, but anyway – uh, he was he was kept there and he was kept alive uh, so that he could then be like basically strapped to a chair so that he wouldn't collapse and then basically shot full of bullets so they could say that they killed him rather than yeah. he died. It was very important for them to do that. Anyway, uh, James Connolly absolutely rules. Uh, I would I would recommend anybody um, if you can get your hands on a copy of his his daughter's biography of him. It's it's an incredible book. Oh uh, yeah, just, I mean there's a one of the, the the big sort of, I think, Haymarket has a James Connolly reader out that's absolutely fantastic. To quote uh, labor journalist and writer Sarah Jaffe, uh, 
there's a reason they shot Connolly and left De Valera alive, and it wasn't just because De Valera was American. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we could. We. I mean, we we could keep going and, and start talking about like. The, I could go all night. Of, I could go all night about him. Roots, roots of the sectarian uh, Irish and, and the Irish Civil War and all that stuff, but 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 we're here to talk about the Queen. And so, um, just the last couple of minutes that uh, that we have here, um, you know, I, I do I I do, do want to kind of uh, just mention here in the chat uh, that after when we were talking to Jenny, we were talking about like the impact here. Uh, she says that it has a huge impact. Um, this kind of perception of the royal family, this kind of fantastical perception of the royal family, um, and you would know this if you work with Disney adults, um, and 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 I certainly believe that that's true. Uh, but but you know I, I think that it is. I mean that's a very good point. Like it is very easy for us to kind of dismiss this fantastical version of reality uh, in which we kind of see the royal family. Um, and, and we see monarchies in this country because they are kind of like, I mean, it's like, well, we have like uh, the royal families and the tabloids that uh, we have, you know, a, a Disney princess culture, and then we have like Game of Thrones. Like, like that's basically how this country encounters monarchy. Uh, but it is a pretty brutal system uh, and, and one that um, it, it can't be undersold by the Connolly quote. I mean, like, it's it, like they, they contribute nothing and, and take everything. Uh, and honestly, like some of the, some of the most intense people I've ever talked to about monarchism uh, have been people, British people in England, uh, who refer to you know the the royal family as parasites, um, as as you know just just like the the worst possible uh, thing for their country. So uh, solidarity to them uh, today because yeah. I'm sure that they are feeling like they're pretty silenced at the moment. Um, and that's the thing. And one of the other things that's important to note too, like we're we're just scratching the surface here, right? Like in the middle of her reign, like at the beginning of her reign, like the British Empire had 1.5 million Kenyan people in concentration camps trying to 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 fight uh, the end of the colonial occupation and independence in Kenya, you know, and and sort of the protection of pedophiles doesn't just by the the royal family doesn't just include Prince Andrew. It also includes Louis Mountbatten, like Charles' beloved, you know, uncle. Like he was connected to the the Kinkora sex abuse scandal. Like the the rot in this institution goes back as far as you possibly can go, and and that doesn't even touch on Mountbatten's history as the viceroy of India. His his work in Ireland, you know. Yeah, there's I, a reason they killed him. There's a reason. They, they yeah, killed there's him. a reason he was the first the the first astronaut in the Irish uh, space uh, program. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, uh, yeah. Uh, so, so I I I, I realize we're cutting it a little bit uh, short tonight, but um, this was kind of an impromptu episode. Uh, Brian, thank you so much uh, for coming on. I know that this was kind of last minute. So, yeah. but uh, but but obviously, I think uh, you and I could could definitely talk about the royal family. Ad we should have gotten the other one of the other strike wave editors on. I think he might have been like too drunk because the bills the bills won as well. She died, and so he cracked open a bottle of Irish whiskey. Well, there you go. So, yeah, that's and and, yeah. and that's usually the end of the night as far as like uh, you know do, doing any kind of uh, uh, public speaking. Um, 
So, uh, so, so thanks, Brian. Thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us. Uh, next week, we're going to be joined by Ari Drennan uh, to talk about the threats to Children's Hospital, Boston Children's Hospital, and other, um, and, and, and other uh, youth hospitals around the country, as well as other trans issues. And then on Thursday, we're going to be joined by Brian Meyer, uh, once again from Telesur, to talk about the upcoming uh, Brazilian election. Brian, thank you so much uh, for joining us. And the pending coup. Don't forget the pending coup in Brazil. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure Brian, the other Brian, will will be discussing that with you. Oh yeah, no, he's 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 um, man. If if I said he was not a fan of Bolsonaro, that'd be the biggest way to undersell the level of. Uh, uh, he's not a fan of Bolsonaro the way we're not a fan of Elizabeth II. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Thanks, Brian. Thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Bye. Bye.